Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. Today on the Ether, Citizen Spaces with Finn Martin from Terra Spaces. No, wait, that's me. Let's take a listen to me. So, hey, Finn, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Not too bad. How's it going over there? Pretty good. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize. Uh, I, it was my mistake, probably. Um, getting the time mixed up oh good are- that's why i always ask for the reminder link that and i if you go to terraspaces.org slash schedule uh, i always have the links in there that way people can look at the calendar and click right through to uh whatever space they want to check out <laughs> yeah i did something similar with uh chango and interchain fm and uh it's like getting back to work i'm retired so oh nice <laughs> it's nice a hassle um, it's like, I don't do emails. Like, so if you, uh, in the future, just uh, reach out to me directly here. Okay. So let's get going. Um, why don't you, uh, introduce yourself and what terraspace.org uh, is for people that hasn't heard about you. So we could create more awareness about your service. Yeah, for sure. I'm Finn Martin. I run terraspaces.org. I've been podcasting since 2008. Uh, back before people knew what a podcast really was and uh, got into crypto around 2017, 2018. And then uh, shortly after that, I got a position as the Terra space recorder, basically. Uh, Do Kwan told me to quit my day job and uh, funded me for a year. That was back in November. This uh, October will be our one-year anniversary over at TerraSpaces.org. Uh, and then, of course, everyone knows how the, the Terra story ended up uh, with the crash and everything. Uh, so during that time, I was getting lots of people in the community because obviously we're all IBC, you know, even Terra and Osmosis and, and all of the, the other IBC stuff, like people were noticing there was all these other spaces happening and they're like, Hey, would you catch this one? And I'm like, hell yeah, sure. No problem. Hey, would you catch this one? Like, hell yeah. Happy to. And before I knew it, I was recording about a hundred to 150 to 200 spaces a month. Uh, August, just this last month was our busiest month at 230 spaces previous to that april was our our second busiest month at 199 so quite the increase there uh, over those six months which is interesting because that's when you know the crash was in full swing so uh it's a pretty interesting audio time capsule from october till now uh of crypto twitter spaces basically Okay, so that's a nice summary because I did uh, review your um, 
YouTube video that you sent me last night. Uh, and I only got to see two. And one of them was uh, your 30-minute interview with Define Lip, where uh, you guys kind of talk about that sponsorship from Do Kwan for about a year, it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. Just- he was he was the first person to interview me. <laughs> Uh, usually I'm on the other side of the uh, the recorder, but he wanted he wanted people to to hear the story because it, it was a pretty cool story. You know, I just was talking shit, making meme shit posting like everybody does. And I was joking around because uh, people in the terror community were like, damn, we keep, you know, missing these spaces. And I was like, all right, first person or group to give me 50,000 gets a year of my time of my services and I will capture archive edit clean up all the spaces that you guys want and all that so the next morning I wake up to a DM from Doquan being like what's your Terra address and I, I thought it was a joke uh, I thought my homies were trolling me you know like who's gonna give me you know 50 racks to fucking record Twitter spaces right and uh, I did some checking and it was actually him and uh, I sent him my address and five minutes later I had funding and he told me to, to go put my, my two weeks in and uh, yeah, quit my day job uh, and been doing this ever since uh, lost everything during the crash. So that's why I'm, I'm trying to hustle up some more, not really business. Cause I kind of look at it like a, a public radio service, like kind of like an NPR sort of model where the communities and the projects that I'm recording uh, ideally would help fund this venture. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at now because there were so many spaces. I'm covering about 15, 16 ecosystems and projects, uh, everything from Akash to Kadena to Juno, Omniflix, Osmosis, Evmos, Secret, Polygon, Stargaze. Like I'm covering all of them, but only a couple of them are pitching in. And so okay. to me, it's like, all right, I, I have very little time because of how much time this all takes. So it's like, I need to kind of regroup, refocus on the projects and protocols and ecos that are supporting me and allowing me to do this and not have to go get my job back. Uh, and then, you know, if other ones want to get recorded, then awesome. Like, let's, let's get some funding going. So that's oh. kind of where I'm at now. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let me just ask you this one question uh, about uh, former Terra, um, and then we can move on to uh, Cosmos, which is where I'm uh, focused at currently. Um, so when was the last time you, ta- you DM'd or uh, talked to Do Kwan? Uh, it's been a while. I would say six months, seven months-ish. Cause he just gave me the, the funding back then. And then like, he told me to do my thing and I check in with them every now and then uh, with other people on their team. And uh, yeah, they just, you're doing awesome. Keep, keep doing it. So I, uh, I keep doing it. So you're going to be wrapping up your focus on uh, Tara. uh, You said October ish or one year. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Terra is the only ecosystem allowing me to keep this job going, man. I got it. That's my first love. Terra is the only. They're still funding you. The community and the ecosystem itself uh, is funding, has funded for uh, this current year. That is, that's great. That's awesome. Okay. That's good to know because it's, 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 uh, it doesn't matter which ecosystem uh, but that's a prevalent issue. Um, it's it's um, what I can I, li- li- liken it to like a Web2 companies 
where they use uh, their community or their um, cons uh, consumers or their users as a product, right? So people put in their time and energy to build their reputation on social media and to connect and to network. But obviously, uh, the Web2 companies like Facebook, whatnot, are basically extracting all our data and using it for whatever their monetization uh, priorities are with uh, regards to privacy or any of that stuff. And on Web3, it's not the same, but it's, it's similar in a way where a lot of the community members are putting in their time and energy out of their passion for the uh, community project that they're following. And obviously, uh, you're staking in, so you have a skin in the game. But it's not really being supported. If anything, um, they're spending, they're not spending their marketing money or, or awareness money by supporting and funding the community members like you who are doing this uh, because you genuinely believe in the project. So uh, share with us what your thoughts are on how that ought to change and what are some of the thoughts that you shared with others? Yeah, like my whole thing is I, I feel like the community members themselves have already pledged their support to these different ecosystems and projects. So for me personally, I would feel bad having the community themselves fund me because they're already funding all of these projects and protocols. We cover 15, 16 different projects, ecosystems and protocols. It shouldn't be anything for them to kick in like a grand a month and keep this thing going for their ecosystems. Now, this thing will continue regardless. It's just how much of my time am I going to spend on the ecosystems that aren't pitching in? Uh, like, for example, we have like uh, Akash and then we have Omniflix. Omniflix kicks in a little bit each month and I produce their in the studio and their uh, other weekly show. Uh, Akash doesn't pitch in anything currently, but they also do a weekly show that I am archiving. So to me... I would like to see the fairness in the ecosystems themselves pitching in rather than passing the buck back to their communities because their communities already support them. So it, it's silly to me to have the community themselves support these things twice when the projects themselves have enough funding to all be able to, because I, I don't need a lot and there's 15 of them. Like if even half of them kicked in a grand a month, like we'd be set. Uh, so that that's kind of where I'm at now. It's just kind of like I have enough data now. I've got almost 2000 spaces archived, cleaned up and everything. And so I can see now who's got the, the most episodes, who's got the most posts and then who's pitching in. And, and I can kind of look at that data and then kind of go from there. OK, so let me clarify a little bit. When I say community, I mean entirety of the ecosystem. So, okay, yeah, I was talking like the users, I guess yeah, I should have yeah. specified the users because the users already are using their liquidity to support these projects. So, like, why should they have to spend yeah. even more liquidity to fund me when the projects could just as easily be doing that? I'll quickly uh, post uh, what I wrote uh, to Thyborg, uh, which was, uh, works at an informal system now as a staff. He used to be what I call free citizen which means uh, has no affiliation to brands, labels, companies, or foundations. Now, right. that, he has, now that he has that, obviously, he's got to uh, do his you know, duty as a staff um, and ca can't be completely transparent 
uh, or independent uh, because he's got to serve his uh, organization. Um, and as long as your values are aligned, that's great. But we do lose that independent, free citizen's voice. Um, but uh, again, when I clip uh, attach this, you you understand what I'm saying in 280 uh, characters. It's simple. Uh, it's community. I mean by whole. And to be specific, uh, I'm a free citizen of uh, Cosmos ecosystem and beyond because I also have stake in Polkadot and Ethereum. But Cosmos is where I focus on as an architect uh, because I see its architectural design features and modularities as the best. And I've checked out in the last six years about 20 or so blockchains. And Cosmos, uh, Adam at the hub, uh, currently is has the most potential as far as a future growth, not just in tokenomics, but in terms of its design. Um, so that's what I mean, uh, just to clarify. Um, let's get into TerraSpace, TerraSpaces.org a little bit. Um, if you could introduce to the audience, like how, how you said uh, you've been doing it for 2016, but you got into crypto only until, not until 2017. So can you start how TerraSpaces.org uh, started you, uh, beyond um, what you just explained, and then we'll we'll get into the uh, Terra Spaces itself. Yeah. So uh, a while back, uh, a friend of mine knew that I was doing podcasts. I started a, a comedy podcast just for fun in 2008. It was just something fun to do. I came from a little small town in Montana, uh, so you know we had to make our own fun. And uh, I listened to podcasts back then, and I was like, man, this is really cool. It's like your own little radio station kind of thing. Uh, so I did that for a while. And uh, I started a, a few other shows. I was doing a, a weed podcast. I was doing a couple tech shows, uh, Android focused show. And then my buddy, uh, those in the Terra ecosystem will know Angel Protocol and they'll know Luna Loot. Uh, my buddy, Kevin, that was running both of those. Uh, he came to me uh, because we were doing this other, uh, it was called the Techno Optimist for the Simulate. It was like a futurist kind of show. Uh, so I was helping co-host and produce that with him. And uh, yeah, he hit me up and he's like, hey, we have this interesting thing happening here in the, the Terra ecosystem where all of these Twitter spaces are happening, but nobody's recording them. Nobody's saving them. And this was back when, I mean, spaces had been a thing for a while, but not every account had the recording feature enabled. So nowadays, I, I talk about like it's been decades, it's only been a year, but nowadays... Uh, everybody's account has uh, the the recorder. So uh, it's a little easier now than it was when I first got into it. But when I did some reading, the archive only lasts for 30 days. And I don't know if they've updated that or changed it. Uh, but when I started, the those recordings themselves only stayed there for 30 days and then they were gone and nobody was archiving them. And so it was kind of my thing to come in and like create this audio time capsule, basically this snapshot. Uh, I kind of compare it to like the early days of when Apple and, and shit was getting started and they were like, you know, hacking in the garages and stuff. Like if you would have had somebody in there recording those conversations, that's the same type of conversations that are happening now, 
with web three and this new technology. So for me, being just like a huge tech geek, like I find that super interesting and to have an opportunity to record and, and edit, clean up all of these spaces. So I don't know if you ever listen to like raw Twitter space audio, it's pretty garbage, uh, especially if you have lots of different people on, everyone's on a different phone or they're like running or they're like you know, driving with their top down in their car, like so much noise and shit. Uh, so I try to edit everything to make you, the listener, not have to sit there with your finger on the the volume dial, you know, and like constantly turn it up because you can't hear somebody. And then somebody else is loud, so you got to turn it down. Like I fix all that shit. I remove all the the long, awkward silences, all, all that kind of stuff. Package them in a nice 96K mono, easy to download MP3 which then I generate an RSS feed, which is the other thing Twitter's not doing. Uh, and I'm getting all of these on all of the major and minor podcast platforms. So people want to listen on Spotify or Google or Apple or Stitcher or TuneIn or iHeartRadio. You're going to find Terrace Spaces on there. And to me, that gets us outside of our initial filter bubble that we have here which is great. We need to have these conversations and stuff, but I want to get those conversations outside of this group because we already know, right? Like we're the choir that's getting preached to every day, multiple times a day, 16 times yesterday, as a matter of fact. And so I'm getting them out to the outside world, I guess, and making those available for anybody, any normie, anybody that wants to like take a listen. And so they're you, there permanently, you know, it's a time capsule. It's, it's permanent. It's yeah, history. I love that. I love that because I started this. Uh, this is only my fourth recording, uh, but I jumped in to contribute to serve the community because this time capsule concept you're talking about is exactly what I thought. And I had a plan to uh, move this uh, time capsules, one hour time capsules off of Twitter at some point, like what you're doing. So you and I should definitely chat outside of this as well. but. Um, what you have done, obviously, uh, founder uh, of Terra uh, funded you for one year. That set you free to do your thing as as you know how to do better than anybody else because you've been doing it since 2008, as you say, and you are getting it out there beyond uh, Cosmos ecosystem, which included Terra, into Web3 and beyond to general public, like on Spotify and whatnot. And so at Cosmos, uh, specifically with the... Uh, 50 or so Cosmos-centric uh, uh, hub chains. Uh, that's what they've been talking about, wanting to do more. Like you talk to Zach Zamplin and um, uh, Kevin Garrisons and all these uh, people, Jay Cartrope, like, like they've been trying to get more biz devs uh, um, into the Cosmos ecosystem. But Terra's been doing fantastic with that stuff. And now I find that you are part of that puzzle. Someone like you, coming into uh, Juno, Atom, uh, Osmosis, and whatever other Cosmos uh, chain that you're involved with, you, you need to be fueled. You need to be funded because you're going to help the community uh, greater than some of the core devs and people that just doesn't know how to do this or has no interest in it. So I'll be you know, uh, doing what I can to spread the word about you. And this is part of the reason why I invited you. Um, so... Let's talk about within Cosmos where you uh, kind of mentioned Juno and Adam and uh, Akash and uh, Flix, I think it was, right? Uh, uh, Omniflix. Um, 
who are your target um, um, uh, foundations, organizations, or entities that you would like to get some funding from as far as a top down uh, as well as the bottom up? Let's see if Akash would pitch in and uh, their weekly spaces and, and more that they do with uh, Jack. Uh, Comdex, they pitched in a little bit like a one-time thing. I'm thing. Uh, so I'd like to see them do more of a monthly thing. Uh, Cosmos Network itself, just, you know, the overall Cosmos Hub, Evmos, Juno, uh, Kadena. I know that's outside of the Cosmos, but we do share a lot of the same users and the same community mods and leaders and everything. Like we're all intermingling, which I think is great just for the overall uh, crypto ecosystem. Uh, Omniflix, like you mentioned, Osmosis. Uh, and Osmosis was an interesting one. Now, Shango came to me and they were like, she was like, you know, we're going to get you some funding through this osmosis thing. I was like, cool. She's like, how much do you need? I was like, uh, for my job replacement, basically, I need like 50 to 60K a year uh, to be able to like continue doing this. And so osmosis was like, all right, cool. Uh, they sent me, I sent them an invoice. They sent me my first payment. We were going to do 5,000 uh, per month. And after that first payment, I got an email saying that they had actually made a mistake and that they were unable to uh, continue funding Terra Spaces. And that was like two days after I had sent my second invoice for month two. Uh, and so we had a little back and forth and they, they were cool about it and ended up paying for that second month, which definitely helped because I was, you know, I'm kind of structuring my life around this now. I've got a kid, I've got a, a girlfriend and like a family to support. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, be responsible and everything. Uh, so it would be nice if they could, I, I understand, you know, 5k a month is quite a bit and they shouldn't be footing the whole bill for an ecosystem that's filled with, you know, 10 to 15 other projects and, and chains um but if you know i'm not going to say no if if they're like here we'll just we'll just foot this so continue doing what you're doing uh page dow they're uh one that's on eth but they are doing dow dow stuff uh working with them uh to do some really interesting nft book printing services kind of uh disrupting the publishing industry uh, and then we have Polygon, which is an interesting one because I was never into Polygon or ETH really that much. But after the crash, uh, a platform launchpad marketplace called One Planet ended up going over to Polygon. And they brought with them, I think, like 40 or 50 <laughs> Terra NFT projects. Uh, and they, they, you know, Polygon's got that sweet, sweet Disney money. So I'm, I'm sure they were happy to, to hand that out. Uh, so it would be nice if they would hand some of that this way. I'd be more than happy to continue uh, archiving their spaces. Uh, Proton was an interesting one. We saw a few Terra people go over to Proton XPR. I uh, haven't really heard much from them, though, lately. Uh, and then obviously Secret Network, they do their secret spaces once a week. And then Secret Africa, which I've been trying to uh, archive for them as well. Uh, we have Stargaze. They do their weekly creator chat. Uh, and it would be really nice to, uh, if they wanted to pitch in and we could get some more spaces going to highlight all of these projects uh, because they need curation something fierce. I don't know if you've been on Stargaze lately. There is a lot of garbage on there. And I think curation is going to be the key to solving that issue. 
and then kind of rounding that off, we have Tezos, which I started recording for a lady named Sandy Toes, who now does OmniFlix community stuff. Uh, but she was of the same mindset that I am as far as this is like historical record and we should absolutely be archiving this stuff for the future. So we vibed on that and uh, she pitched in a little bit here and there to, to help uh, do the uh, women verse spaces and then uh, any other spaces that she was on. So um, yeah, yeah. Other, out of all those, other. like <laughs> that's, that's uh, everything off the top of my head that I could think of. Yeah, so you know, uh, there's like things like uh, uh, asset mantle, uh, and I mentioned Comdex already. Uh, Smaller chains like that that are getting started, uh, they do their weekly spaces and stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's there's no shortage of of content out there, and I have a list of things I would love to do if I had a budget, Uh, because right now I'm burning myself out. Like 230 spaces in a month, like that's that's insane. And so I need some sort of budget to be able to hire some extra help. Uh, right now, I'm not so focused on making this stuff uh, like marketed towards any particular demographic. I'm strictly archiving for the historical record. I'm not worried about how many people are listening. It's to me like the seed bank, like it's there. It's good that you have it. Hopefully you never have to use it. But if you have to, like, it's there, you know, at the time comes when we need to break into that seed bank, we've got bigger problems on our hands than, <laughs> than anything we might be uh, dealing with. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Like, again, the concept of time capsule for uh, posterity for others beyond our life, uh, the seed bank, I actually have started what's called a cross tree bank. Uh, and uh, that was uh, 20... 2017, and then I went to Switzerland to do some uh, basic research on foundation setups and things like that. But essentially, um, the citizen seed zero, uh, proto seed, all the seed worded uh, uh, and, um, projects that I've been uh, experimenting with is uh, to spawn the seed of culture for sovereignty and decentralization. And money's fine, uh, but money's just a fuel. And what we really need to think about in terms of seed is the uh, intellectual properties and intelligence of the community. And so that uh, ideas is what matters, uh, less so on money. And obviously we need money to fuel it, uh, but the seed, spread spread a seed uh, that, that you're talking about, seed bank, is really about our conversations and ideas and inspirations that other people could um, take off with, and so um, yeah. I will be. I will be talking to Chango t- uh, tomorrow. Actually, um, she's scheduled to come on uh, to my space tomorrow at. Uh, I'm at a, um, a central time zone, uh, so I'm two hours ahead of you. I believe you're because you're on the Pacific Coast, right? Um, yeah, so west west, yeah. Yeah, so she's got a partner that runs uh, Interchain FM because I'm focusing on uh, validators uh, to uh, start my space is going um, because I think it's the bedrock foundation, right? I mean, <laughs> without hardware, <laughs> you got nothing, right? Uh, so she's bringing on her partner, Chen. Um, I think she, he might be in Malaysia on the other side of the world. I'm not quite sure. So they're both going to come on. And so I'll ask uh, Chango about what you just brought up about her 
communication with you and a mix up and being able to only fund you five thousand dollars um and then there are other, yeah, other definitely people. like it's it's not her fault like she was doing me a favor by like oh, no, making no, these no, connections no, no, no. like i i don't want to make it sound like it was her fault like i'm super grateful that she was able to get me 10k between the two months uh like it was out of her control so yeah de- like i i didn't want to come out like i was i was harsh on her or nothing uh, no, I, I think, think i was, think that's clearly i think that's clearly yeah. clearly understood uh, again, a lot of it is my English is my second language. So sometimes it's not, I, I don't use the best word, but it, it, what I mean by I'll talk to her is obviously on the spaces. Uh, I'll bring that subject up about uh, funding the community members to essentially create more awareness for general public, which is what we all want to do uh, because we need yeah, to get education out, of, out of our is- silo. Education is huge. Like you see, if you're on Telegram, if you're on Twitter, like there is an endless sea of scams and scammers trying to get your bag. And I feel like the more we can educate our community, the more robust we will be against those types of attacks and the less they will become effective. And I know that shit will never go away, obviously. It's just a part of the the business, you know, a part of the space. But what we can do is help block our communities off from those scams and from getting taken advantage of and like education is first and foremost like the 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 bedrock of that and i think it's interesting what you said about the validator because that was the other idea i had is that we could incentivize via having the top 20 validators in each ecosystem kick in a small percentage of their rewards uh, i'm working with tendermint timmy and spark ibc they did a little two-week campaign for me and i mentioned like hey we should utilize this platform that you built and be able to kind of gamify this thing like i've got a pretty decent vault of nfts uh, i run luna loot now uh, the merch shop for luna back alley loot for uh, cosmos and everything else uh, we could do a lot of cool stuff as far as like giveaways each week for the top donators uh whoever's donating to specific or delegating to specific validators that support terra spaces get certain perks percentages off of of mints or, or whatever like there is so much potential in working with the different branches of these chains, whether it's the projects themselves or the validators that are keeping the chain going. Yeah. So to kind of um, cover a little bit of uh, further down the projects and thinking thoughts that I have, I talked to Shane at uh, Star Stargaze and I mentioned that, uh, yeah, the Stargaze <laughs> spaces are <laughs> shit, <laughs> but as a joke. <laughs> Um, but I, I have been on Stargaze uh, weekly um, spaces only two times. And it's mainly geared towards uh, artists, creators who are not techies. They are just uh, illustrators, artists who are uh, minting NFT. That's really what its focus is. But behind the scene, uh, Shane and his team are obviously hard at work. And we talk about sharded IP NFT, uh, which is going to take much longer time. But um, he has uh, told me on tweet that... Um, uh, they are working on uh, uh, IBC uh, uh, connected NFT so that NFTs minted at Stargaze should be able to transfer to Juno and other ecosystems in Cosmos to begin with. So that is a great news. Um, and then they got some great uh, projects or um, features coming out. So you might want to uh, uh, get to know. Uh, on my personal side, I have this idea of a sharded IP, IP NFT model. Uh, and I wrote that or tweeted that 
And uh, I got this DM. I don't know this gentleman, but uh, he is actually uh, on Polkadot. And he's been at it for a while uh, with a similar idea of a sharded IP NFT. And that's, again, uh, uh, not immediate thing, but it's really uh, leading up to 2025. Uh, so if you're interested in uh, the models that you're kind of uh, mentioned just right now, uh, those are the people uh, that we should join forces with and then uh, include you as, uh, I guess, the, I don't want to, what, what should I call it? Uh, the uh, audio, I'm gonna call you the spaces archivist. DJ. I'm going to call you Spaces DJ sounds cooler. Uh, Oh, by the way, uh, you rap and you do hip hop. You should definitely hook up with uh, Bucky, Ethan Ethan Buckman, the the co-founder of uh, Adam or Cosmos, because (laughs) I I feel bad for the guy, right? Because he's he's getting all the pressure at the top and he's doing a tremendous uh, amount of work with his uh, team of 40 or 50 core and inside developers and they're about to launch uh, Adam 2.0 at the Cosmoverse. But once in a while, he posts these uh, raps that he does, right? (laughs) uh, Oh, nice, nice. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like delegate more and so that you can enjoy life more. Like uh, this is decentralization, right? And so like, I love the guy, but I feel bad sometimes because he, he needs to, uh, he needs that outlet, right? And so hook up with them and maybe he'll be your Do Kwan. You never know. And and share your love for music. <laughs> no, this is a common thread. Like you and Do Kwan didn't really have any common thread other than the fact that, you know, you're working on his project. And you and you and Ethan Buckman have a common thread, which is hip hop and rap. That's music. Yeah. That's yeah. And yeah, no, that's know, dope. All people that's ask. That's a deeper the, thread, uh, right? people keep asking who the music at the end of the spaces is and i'm like yo that's that's me like that's music off of my albums and they're like no way and then they go back and listen and they're like yeah i can kind of hear it now like yeah it's my rap voice it's different than my hello and welcome to the ether you know the 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 radio voice (laughs) that's awesome and uh you mentioned uh meme right uh like i was on the spaces with uh, jay cartrell at the uh juno uh, and he loves meme <laughs> and he was going around asking people to make memes. And I was like, sorry, dude, I'm, I'm Gen X. <laughs> I'm not good at memes. Uh, so if you love memes, hit up Jay Cartrell at, at Juno Network. Uh, and he's got some uh, funding stuff going with the um, uh, Juno Gro- Growth Fund. And uh, he's uh, obviously uh, him and uh, Kevin Garrison uh, from Oni Validators. They're leading the charge. Uh, they're trying to decentralize uh, and then uh, get more community people involved. So maybe you should uh, put your energy there um, to um, get involved with the Juno Growth Fund and uh, maybe pitch an idea to them as a part of the business development, not just uh, connecting with the VCs and uh, capitals, but uh, education and the communication that you could do for Ju- uh, Juno community. So that might be a good personal connection uh with Cartrell, who loves meme like you yeah definitely that's cool and i know like w- after the crash happened a bunch of those guys kevin and uh jacob and they were all like you know fill out these these proposals these grants and you'll you'll get funded no problem and i got denied for every single one based strictly on the fact that i'm not a web3 project i don't have a wallet connect button on my website i guess so uh yeah that didn't that's have too bad. very much luck with that and i mean i get it like rules are rules no, you can't no, be no, bad no, in no. them if you're i don't get it I don't web three but it. I will, it's kind of whack 
I'll I'll talk to Jacob. I I like Jacob is one of those uh, anything goes uh, trans complete transparency. I'm kind of like yeah, that I love that dude. Jacob's yeah, awesome. Bit, he he's been like, super supportive for sure. Yeah. So and then we have uh, uh, bizarre character Don Don at Don Kryptonium. I love him too. So it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, like all the I I love people that are just super direct super honest and super transparent and they can't help themselves if even if they get shit for it right yeah, so yeah. we love these people because they're one of us and they have no veil they have no facade they don't have this uh prbs right so uh everybody like people in our community understands that and obviously if you're behind an entity that has to make money and sell your stuff and there's a competitive uh you know, threat or advantage that you got to fight for. I, I understand it. I've been a, a CEO of my own company for 25 years before I retired. So like, I understand all that stuff, but it's marketing BS is what it is. And on yeah, Web3, yeah. it's all transparency. And people could see through that. And uh, I'm more for awareness and less marketing. And so I hope to get more people from community and uh, from top down everywhere uh, to speak their mind and record their one hour time capsule. And then of course you could take it and post it on your Terra spaces if you wish uh, to get it out there. And so what you were saying earlier, I fully uh, uh, like what you're saying, filling out the grant forms and getting rejected because you're not a developer or a coder. Uh, that's in my opinion, completely uh, missed opportunity uh, as they're complaining or wishing for more access to uh, bigger, growing the bigger community. That is exactly that. That what they need to do, which is to get more participants involved that are not uh, just computer scientists or developers. Uh, another person that's yeah. working on that is uh, Jay Kwan, the uh, the founder of uh, Cosmos. Yep, so yep. On, on his uh, Gnosis Gnoland, uh, he has specifically talked about um, this inequality in the. Uh, equal distribution of uh, tokens to uh, contributors. And he's talking specifically about non-developers, yeah, meaning uh, people from outside the computer science world, like you and I. And so that's a great development. And we'll see. I am anxiously, anxiously awaiting uh, what his uh, proof of contribution protocol looks like. Uh, that is probably coming out, I'm hoping, you know, early, early next year, if not end of this year. We'll see. Uh, so I'll keep pushing for that because I think it is, it is a complete huge miss for the uh, Cosmos uh, inner circle to uh, dismiss people that are not part of the uh, software program development crew because that's exactly why communication at Cosmos still lacks and lags behind and we need to change that dynamics. Yeah. And I, I hit up Jacob because I had an idea of, you know, getting something Spark IBC-esque, but that lived on the website so that people could go to TerraSpaces. They could wallet connect in. They could give their donation or see what the leaderboard was or see if they got any like airdrops, whatever, stuff like that. But and that's all like smart contract stuff that I have no time nor the knowledge to do. Like I'm an audio producer. I'm a rapper. I'm a weed extractor. Like I, I don't code. <laughs> I can fix computers, but I can't code them, you know? So uh, you might've read this. Um, it just came out, I believe yesterday. It slipped out actually. Um, it, uh, Jake Hartrell is going to announced this at the Cosmoverse, but I think uh, Jake Zemplin uh, released it by accident, or maybe he meant to, who knows, uh, to Twitter yesterday. And I posted it in my space so you could see it. It's uh, called the 
Trill validator. Was it the GTA it? 6 code? Oh, no, no, it's I, a validator thing. <laughs> so it's basically what Jake Hartrell is going to announce at Cosmoverse, but uh, like I said, Jake uh, slipped it out, and <laughs> Jake Hartrell was like, oh, I guess I have one less thing to reveal. <laughs> I, I guess this is public now. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. So I read that. Uh, it's it's below this uh, video thread on my uh, Twitter, Twitter handle, and uh, it's uh, shared by uh, Jake uh, Zemplin. Uh, and it goes into the the actual uh, content a little bit, so you can read about it. But it's 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 mind blowing, and like to me as an architect, it's only obvious. It's just obviously we have a lot of technological uh, developments that still has to happen. But conceptually, it only makes so much sense that uh, validators could potentially be controlled by the DAOs. So uh, someone like you and uh, people that are not really interested or not into like say hard coding like this is a way to get involved where you actually get deeper into the community as a uh, consensus on a consensus level uh, by uh, facilitating the validator itself without um, directly uh, providing service and again i'm going to talk more specifically with people like uh, jacob and others and we'll keep uh, working working towards that goal yeah, it's good stuff. And I just I, I want to just put it out there that like I, I started doing this because I believed in what was being built. The whole idea of getting away from the CDBCs and having those bank controls and the government controls in place. And like I really did at the time felt like UST was the answer to that. And obviously a lot of us were blinded by, you know, the pumps and the constant like uh, shillers and, and influencers and everything. But it, all of that aside, like the idea, the core philosophy of what was trying to be created there still holds true. And I feel like that's something that's shared throughout the rest of the cosmos, the whole vibe of like banking the unbanked and putting the power back into the hands of the people. Like that's what attracted me to this in the first place. And then being asked to specifically do a task like I could at any moment just stop doing this and go get my weed lab job back. Like I put in my two weeks, I keep in touch with them all. We're all homies. Like I could go there tomorrow and start working. I believe in what we're doing here. And that's why I'm trying as hard as I can to like make this work out in one way or another. So I just don't want people to be like, Oh, we we feel, we feel bad for him because he, he quit his job and he's going to be homeless if, if we don't pitch in, like, it's totally not like that. Like I spend probably from 5.00 AM to about midnight, 1.00 AM on this job you know like it is all i think about it's it's what i love so the the, the longer that i'm able to do this like the better if we can get everybody pitching in then that's awesome i have so many ideas of how to make all of these three four five hour spaces into like digestible bits of content you know like right now all i can keep up with is the mass archive and the vaults like i have the audio vaults that's, that you mentioned. that's all i have time for but like if i had a budget and some people we could go through all this audio and make digestible clips and make more educational focused content like there's so much content here just waiting to be made it's just the time you know so nobody you has a, the bandwidth so, to do it so you have a backup job uh in a, in a weed shop like is what I hear. Um, so it's, it's funny you mentioned that because locally here, um, I'm in Chicago, and so I'm I, I own a couple of buildings 
that I used to run my uh, architectural uh, fabrication laboratory. So it's essentially a glorified, you know, uh, monumental staircase, you know, for half million dollars a staircase, kind of ridiculous stuff. And it's serving the uh, millionaires, millionaires and billionaires. And I kind of got sick and tired of that and, and, and I was done with it. And so local, like I've been for the last six years trying to educate people on how to onboard uh, Web3. And I found the best place to do that is in a weed shop. <laughs> So there's like in walking distance down, totally. the, down the block, I have uh, I, I, I'm not a I'm not a kind of store. I'm, I don't really do weeds or anything like I have my own, like I I use my natural abilities um, to elevate myself um, and without any substance. Uh, and that's it's for personally for me. I have a very manic mind. So it's usually uh, my medicine is really sleep, water, air and food. That's it. That's it. Those are my natural substances that I uh, coordinate and um, uh, ratio uh, throttle and, and back off to uh, get to this um, uh, headspace where I have clarity. And, but I go to, I go to the uh, uh, cannabis shop across the street because they're my neighbor and they have young kids working there. So, you know, young people are more, um, they're more welcome, more opening to new ideas versus, you know, old, old people, old, old friends like mine. Um, so it's, it's refreshing. So I go and uh, share them my ideas or my exposures to uh, Osmos and all this uh, uh, Juno and, uh, and Adam and Cosmos and, and, and get them on board. And uh, I, I had an idea. And so I reached out to Zaki and, and he said, oh, that's a great idea. Because my idea was to uh, use my shop facility, which I mean, I don't use. I, I shop and like, it's, it's just completely going to waste. And, but I could collect about $11,000 a month and rental if I open it up for rent it out to other businesses, but that's not really my interest. But I was thinking I could po- possibly uh, use my facility that has this heavy foot traffic in Chicago that people go by all the time. Like, and that's the retail count, right? Like the uh, foot traffic where they have a complete uh, glass storefront visibility to all about cosmos. I was like, man, that like, we don't have a place like that in Chicago, kind of like what the what Solana did with the Solana store, but I, like a chain yeah, that's actually yeah, functioning. That's, that's, it, yeah, I don't know if that's controlled by Solana Lab or whatever, but this, in my case, would be I, I'll be, I'm a free citizen. I I don't even want to be uh, branded into Cosmos specifically because I'm for Web three in a in a multi chain world, right? I'm not a maxi. I do happen to believe Cosmos has the best potential, most potential. Uh, so I would love to start with the Cosmo-centric uh, th- uh, theme, but I am not against, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm open to all Web3 ideas. And so this, I thought this would be 5,000 square foot of a community center where it's physical, physically accessible. And there's literally a bar next to it. <laughs> there's like restaurants and it's, it's like it's a, a, it's it's a, a very hacker house. Hmm? You want to build an, you want to build an intern hacker house. I like it. I actually had something like that, but for physical world. So like uh, first 10 years of my business, it was, you know, uh, you know, building up a business because I started my business with like essentially $5,000 fund from my parents. You know, we didn't, we, we didn't have much money. Uh, and then I uh, powered it with $40,000 in credit card uh, with 0% interest, uh, revolving it for two years until they caught up to me. And they're like, oh, shit, we're not going to give you any more. <laughs> so I got free a $40,000 loan from credit card for two years at 0%. And then by that point, I survived and it was like past three years of my business. And so first 10 years, I was, you know, doing what I can to learn everything. Um, 
and they happen to pay me. That's that's what I do. It's like I do. That's even I, better. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> if if you I get do paid to do it too. <laughs> yeah. If I do something for like ten thousand hours, like that's how university four year education is set up. But I could, I'm pretty extreme because I'm a founder type, so I go all at it, and I could probably do things in like two to three years. But when I get there, I'm not really interested in racking up more money. Uh, there's that opportunity is just too easy, and it's also corrosive and corruptive. And I kind of want to be a polymath of sort. Like I want to learn everything, and so I move on to another discipline. So I've kind of racked up like 15 or so disciplines on a professional level, and and uh, it's it's awesome because it, it's a, it's the love of learning and love of sharing. And last 10 years of my uh, business was really a school. So I had this thing called Cross Street School, where I uh, created a open source design language uh, so that people could use it and without IPs and uh, intellectual properties and rights and stuff. So they could uh, use it uh, as an open source to design and build whatever they want to democratize architectural designs uh, so that it's more accessible for everybody. But that was obviously an all in physical analog world. Like I would... Uh, uh, give grants grants to like uh, creative designers, architects, whatever. Uh, say five thousand uh, um, dollars uh, initial fund, and then see how they do, and then keep supporting it, supporting them if they're committed to it, kind of thing. But I'm a small shop, so like I can't, I could only uh, uh, offer so so much grant. So there's not enough money. Not even uh, someone like uh, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos of the world has enough in, enough money. It's not about money. It's about spreading the seed of decentralization and sovereignty through education. So you and I absolutely align there. And we need to do more of this sharing of information that other people have. I think it's interesting, too, that you hit upon the weed thing, because if there was any industry out there that needed a, a, a decentralized form of banking and money, it's the weed industry. They were cucked so hard from the second it became rec legal as far as being able to get bank accounts, being able to buy equipment using cards or, or checks or whatever. Like it was a strictly cash business and that fucked a lot of people's businesses up. You know, it made them targets for getting robbed because people knew like they have no bank. Banks won't touch this shit because it's federally illegal still. Even now, we have wreck in more, a lot of states, but it's still federally illegal. And I think if, if crypto, the tech would have been further along when the whole weed wreck movement was happening, like they would have been a perfect fit. And I think it would have propelled this business even further just because of how much liquidity is in the weed industry, you know? Yeah, like it's a timing it's all about timing and so nobody controls timing but you could kind of get a good sense of it and like the alignment of the right culture with the right technology is what i, I um lean into and and uh, observe the most and so it's going to happen but going back to what you were saying earlier um people have to walk the talk and they cannot be denying you or others that are going through the process of filling out the paperwork to get some seed funding to do what you do for the uh, advancement of the uh, our ethos and our ideas and our visions of Web3 um, and denying you, putting palm on your face or ignoring you uh, when your track record is there. And they can't do it themselves because, number one, they're not interested in it. Number two, they're not good at it. 
And currently, they don't quite see it. That's the reason why it hasn't got, gotten out there more. And in Tara's case, uh, like Do Kwan obviously saw it. He's obviously more prolific with that marketing stuff. And so that's the reason, part of the reason, whether you uh, call him evil or whether you call him pumper or, or scam artist, whatnot. I mean, obviously, it's, it's a business development move and, and a marketing strategy. And you were obviously chosen as one that he validated from his business savviness. And again, it's not about whether it's good or evil. It's about the awareness of the fact that it works. And it has worked for Terra because you got out there and, and spread the word and you contributed yeah. to the ecosystem. And we need to do that for Cosmos. Exactly. And I, I feel like a lot of it, too, is that the fact that since 2008, this has been something I've done, regardless of if it's brought in any money or not. Like, I have completely self-funded all of my podcasts. No ads. I hate doing ads. I just fund it out of my own pocket because I enjoy doing it. So to be able to bring that love into another love of mine uh, of crypto and tech and like this whole like fuck the system kind of uh, vibe like it, it's it's perfect and it, it was so perfect right up until the the crash obviously <laughs> and then you know not you so would much, you're but. you're the you're the you're the type of spirit type of soul that would be doing what aligns with your true consciousness and that is obviously clear just by seeing 30 minute video footage of you and and <laughs> I, I i will do what i can for uh, little people like don don you everybody else out there that are doing everything out of their hearts you know, because because they truly believe in it i mean we could all be wrong from time to time but we believe what we do because we love what we do and that is genuine and that is what drives passion projects and nobody else could match that like i was talking to don don for a little bit how he was talking how he was saying yeah like can you match me i worked for one year without zero funding zero, zero sponsorship and i basically stepped up jokingly and challenged him i said yeah i could <laughs> because i have never met anybody in my life i'm 52 now i have never met anybody in my life that will outwill me because my alignment with my vision of what I think is great for the whole is same as for me. All is self. And if you align your true value with the greater whole, it is dynamite. And nobody could. That's perfection. Deny that's, that's, that is, that's well, life. there's no perfection, it. but it's an aspiration. That's close, though. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Gold doesn't exist. It's, it's, the, it's a journey towards it, the process that matters. And I love you, Ben, because you are one of those people. I'm so glad you reached out to me yesterday. Uh, I did hear, uh, hear there about Tara. So I'll ask you one question, and then maybe you can have some final thoughts because we're approaching our mark. Um, yeah, sure. My, my first question to you uh, was, before you reached out to me, because I didn't know anything about you, and I'm so glad I met you, but why doesn't he change his name? To, why, doesn't, why doesn't he change his name? Because like the, the word Tara is... It has stigmatized so many people. So give me some thoughts on that and then uh, give us your final thoughts and then we'll wrap up. Well, I bought several different domains, IBC spaces, audio vaults, circle jerk safe space, busted spaces, rec spaces, Cadena spaces, Juno spaces, proton spaces. But like none of them have the ring that Terra spaces does. And to be perfectly honest, like, Terra is the only reason I'm still doing this. Terra is the only reason that after the crash, I didn't just go back and get my fucking weed day job back. Like Terra is Terra spaces. Like they're keeping me afloat here. You know, I could completely stop recording 
all the other spaces and just do the terrorist stuff if I wanted to and and I would be able to survive. But I I I yearn for more than that. You know, like there I I can't help myself. I see spaces pop up and I have to instantly like put them in my in my in my calendar. Like I I can't help it. Maybe I have a problem or or a, an addiction to just this type of work. I think I just I really vibe with this ecosystem and what's happening and like every space that happens is a piece of the history of this space and I feel bad not capturing it even though by capturing it, I'm making more work for myself that I'm not going to get paid for. It's time that I'm not going to be hanging out with my family, that I'm going to be up in my studio just, you know, editing and and making them sound as good as they possibly can for everybody. Like, I, I've said it before, like, if all of my bills and shit, if I didn't have debt, like a car payment and, uh, and rent and all that shit, like, I would just do this. I, it would just be the thing that I do. Like, when I retire, this is the thing that I would just do just for fun. Like, I would write and I would make music and I would record fucking spaces and make content. But the world that we live in obviously doesn't, you know, <laughs> cater to that sort of uh, mindset. So we do have to find ways of, of monetizing and, and yeah, I I'm super adverse to ads. So any, anything that can help me continue paying my bills on top of what I'm getting from these other ecosystems to like, keep going, like I'm all about. And I've, I've even offered like Juno, like I have the Juno spaces domain. Do you want me to just prop up a site just for Juno? My whole thing is I think people appreciate having one RSS feed that covers the whole crypto Absolutely. or as, as much Absolutely. of it as it can. Right. It's yeah. cross pollination. We're getting every time I record a space and I post it, I make a tweet and I tag the people in it and those people follow and those people see the next space that I post and it's a different ecosystem. And eventually all of these people are in all of the same ecosystems. Like we're hey, all hey. in. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no, we're, please. We're please. past the one hour mark. And then we also have Spaces Skellies that are requesting to speak. But Spaces Skelly, uh, feel free. Space to, I'm, Skellies. I'm, yeah, what's up, boys? OK, so let's create another uh, another. I'll, I'll create another host, uh, another space right after this so that we could include uh, Space Skellies into it. But I don't want this thing to go on beyond one hour too long uh, because I want it to keep it tight. So I'll create another uh, spaces and invite both of you guys if you guys want to chat more I'm, I'm i have you have all my time but uh um, if you want i you can just leave it right. i can just cut it and release it as two separate things at this time no no like, no, it, no. like I'm, either I'm, way whatever yeah, you like. yeah it's easier for me to kind of just start it and then uh, I, I could delete this stuff later whatnot too but uh uh let's do that and then my final thought on this uh time capsule for you uh finn uh from if you want to take my two pennies of advice is the, from my uh, 52 years of life <laughs> as the elder uh, is this. I have started my company called Crosstree when I was 25 because I didn't think I, I didn't want it to be about me, my name, my ideas. I, I want it to be for a common thread, like what I call cosmic thread of universal values, right? Universal values that we all have as humans. And so Crosstree was spun out of that. And the seed projects that I have is is proliferation of that but it's really about giving and and distributing decentralizing perfect for web3 so i would encourage you Mar uh, Finn, to not brand yourself as a uh, cosmos or junos or terra 
just put your name behind it. And I know a lot of the founders are like, oh, no, 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 it's not about me. No, but ultimately, in the end, you have to show people that your personal name, your, your, your stake, your values are truly aligned universally with whoever wants to come to you. And so it is not about, you know, it's not about Osmos. It's not about Adam. It's about you, your value that you have to align with the whole. And if they align with your value, which I believe they do, they will come to you and your brand would be perpetual until you die. And that would be Finn Martin brand. And that transparency is absolutely clear to me. Uh, and I think I, I would enc encourage you you consider that. I'll end this here and then I'll create another space and invite uh, you guys. And then I will see you there. Sounds good, man. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Citizen Spaces having a chat with Finn Martin of Terra Spaces. That's me. Recorded on Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into freebate. Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base. Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase. Running on empty from gassing up my teammates. First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes. impossible defending the plausible from end to demonstrable the mission isn't even worried about the clearance running interference till our enemies fear us we're only one disappearance away from a bad day everybody trying to save face on the last day feeling fancy about to pull out the mass eh? drop the eight ball in passing that's so passe i'm getting nasty you cannot put it past me a mix between blasphemy and talk everlasting feeling like a masterpiece looking like a tragedy trying to get through another day full of savagery getting headstrong from working in in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong how an individual can be led astray from certain cognitive vulnerabilities are exploited. Terror spaces.